Welcome to Five Blossom Radio with your host, Denise Richard. Five Blossom Empowerment is based on an unusual model for growth, combining elements of the arts, health, and spirituality. Now, here is Denise Richard. Welcoming you to Five Blossom Radio. This episode celebrates the goodness of Earth through stewardship, supporting care in community, land, and environment. So we're going to talk today of Earth stewardship. I'd like to remind listeners that if you have any questions, anything you want to discuss, you can email us at fiveblossomgatherings at gmail.com or you can Facebook at Five Blossom Gatherings. You can also consider Twitter, which is Fires of Compassy. Uh, Denise Richard or Denise Richard on LinkedIn. So my topic today is sensitive as it relates to land and to community and to the environment. And in my last episode, we spoke to the issue of five blossom gatherings, qigong practice, tai chi practice, and how all of the practices that are offered involve a way of mindfulness, a way of reconnection with nature and the environment. To recap a little bit on that, because it's going to be uh, sensitive to the topic today, uh, the model for health offered offers a practical approach to wellness. So when the practice is taken, it engages an awareness and a genuine empathy for for a good relationship with the body, but also with the earth. what, What that means is that the building of the energetics, the energy body, the physical body is such a great experience that the feeling, the joy, the sense of health naturally brings us to care. And when you care, you want to give. And in that giving, you there's a, there's a natural flow into the bigger picture. So I spoke of the issue of healing and defined the process of all this. It's quite mysterious in some ways. Yet, with certain conditions the process is visible and stable. So one obvious condition involves a conscious essence or or, or a reconnection with the natural world. So I'll give you an example as I have memories. I'm four years old. Uh, It's a warm summer day, something like today. And the sweet, that sweet smell in the air, that's warm feeling on the skin for the first time after the winter months indicates it's something special. It's like there's a really special feeling in the air. So I realize this. I'm, I'm tiny. I'm walking around. I, because we lived in a very, um, very safe environment, we could wander quite nicely. And I'm walking around and I, I'm sensing. I'm sensing. I know it's a special time because I know that when the grass gets to a certain height, and I know that if I walk towards the the field over there, I might find something really special. Now, this is a memory. This is something I go through. This is my fourth year, and and as as such, I walk through and I part the little blades of grass because they're only so high, and there's a big red juicy strawberry. So this connection to the earth, this sense, this way of 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 guiding myself, is born of having the space and the time. To connect, so it's a natural feeling. So the little story indicates that that process that I'm, I just spoke of is a very personal piece, and and that 
is where I'm going to start the journey today in talking about how that personal connection, wherever it is for you, wherever it started for you, however it is for you, is a really important part because we are of the earth. So the earth is the holder of our health and healing or change or growth or however you want to look at that uh, occurs beyond the relationship we have with our bodies. It's much, much bigger than that. So appreciating, honoring the value of the power, the wisdom, the potency of the earth, earth is an ancient way. It's an, it's an understanding. And the model of Five Blossom Gatherings model works with this, with earth stewardship. So the challenge in this work involves a sensitive question of identity. How do we engage? How do you personally find that connection? And with care, and how do you connect with the land, the environment, and the change when there's so much concern? So in my last podcast, I opened the discourse by defining what I was meaning or how we were presenting um, the term environment. What is an environment? So here's a little recap on that so it, it helps the listener understand what this discourse or what this talk is going to be about. So it's common to think of the environment as a big picture, yet in this way of work, we don't engage the big picture unless we can have a good grasp of, let's say, the smaller personal picture. So we have to have something to ground into. So we personally connect with concrete issues of land and earth by having a strong personal connection. So the issue in this way of a personal relationship with land moves us to a greater way of working with, in honor without harming. So that means that personally we need to look at repairing our internal concerns, making a pledge for heart and mind and care. That's the basic, basic understanding. So at heart, one question is what motivates you and inspires you? Whatever that is will energize you and energetically your body is as an environment will house your motivations and your way of being. So... I again, I come back to a story as uh, how we come to find a personal connection is really special. So the earth imprints on us through the, a way of awareness. As I mentioned, as a four-year-old, how did I know as a four-year-old to do that? It's all quite intuitive. So our, when I was young, our village was surrounded by farmland on a, on, at a certain area, and when the farm, when the summer months would come, there came there was a special, very special moment for us because, uh, as kids, we could go play in the farm fields. Now you might think, how? Why would a farmer do that? Well, when when the older ones wanted to help out, often some of the younger ones would go with them. We didn't know what we were doing really, but it was really fun. I remember being eight years old and being given this basket. And, you know, one of these beautiful little wooden baskets. And I would be given a, a, a row and I'd be told, here you go, fill it up. And I would find myself inevitably taking one of those big, juicy, ripe tomatoes and say, I can't, I, I, I can't help myself. I'm only eight years old and stuffing that in my mouth as, as fast as I could. And then maybe by, the, by mid-morning, 
I may have claimed a basket. And there really wasn't a lot to that. It was that I was participating in something very special and always inevitably taken, whether it be strawberries, whether it be beans, whether it be tomatoes, really taken by the by the beauty and, and the lusciousness of what was given. So that, again, imprinted on me. It, it was a real joy of participating in that specialness. So in a, in a, in a, as a personal memory, imprint, it's imprinted forever. And it's always there in support of a way of relationship. It's also a public issue of connection because here I was working with the community. So publicly, as we remove ourselves or as we remove the, the, the concerns uh, in our relationship with land, it helps us in renewing and reviewing or honoring a special uh, commitment to uh, to gathering and to collectively uh, opening a relationship to land. So that brings on uh, perhaps some, uh, the broader aspect of environment, uh, connecting uh, with the support of others, and brings us to how you involve yourself in land issues in a bigger picture and protect through that, through that concern, through that care, uh, the environment. So all the above, I consider, to be important, to be crucial when considering um, earth stewardship and the environment. So to recap, the, the issue is, is, as I said, sensitive, it's personal. Anything you do with heart and with care uh, and support will support your health in action, but also the healing will naturally engage an environmental outcome. So Five Blossom Gathering holds a mindful approach that teaches reconnection of the body, land, and in certain cases, a broader spectrum of care for the environment in a large context. This promotes the holding of respect for the natural world. In working and practicing reconnection for over 30 years, I've learned practical care. I've learned about practical issues with grounding and stability, learning about how to maintain stability when the conditions are less than ideal. This is a teaching of wisdom that comes naturally through the love of earth stewardship. Earth stewardship begins in a personal way. That's the first thing I want, really want to impress. And in offering your heart to this, uh, you gather with time all the impressions that the earth offers you, all the experiences um, help you in that, in that care. I remember three, three decades ago, um, I was taught reconnection. Uh, and it, it, was, it was new to me. It was a new practice. Uh, I, but I also learned a few heavy lessons with it. Yet, to learn how to engage with the land and being inspired. Uh, I remember being supported uh, to host a workshop, <laughs> my very first workshop, my very first, and it was called Grounding Through Subtle Energy. Well, this was 30, well, no, I'll say 25 years ago. Uh, and how how can a person ground? How, the, the concept of grounding the body through subtle energy, the it was, it was really unfamiliar at the time. People would look at me and go, what are you talking about? How can we even conceive of this? It was my first step uh, to learning how to hold um, the right mode 
motivation uh, for reconnection and for holding uh, land and connection to the earth. I remember the joy of getting it, though. I understanding that reconnection is first in mind and heart, and then enga- and engages the felt sense of the body, and we bring that forward in time as we need to. In time, I came to see how the dedicated work of reconnection intimately engages the larger stewardship. And through reconnection, we become a vessel. It's a very special feeling of feeling like you're filled. You're you're honored by something much greater. So for some, the need to claim this uh, really facilitates a good life. For some, it's not an issue, and for, not for, it's not for everybody. But it has, uh, it has a very, very special place. For those who really need to support stewardship uh, on a regular basis, it's healthcare for them. It, it soothes the mind. So we reconnect with the goodness of Earth, and as Earth uh, is the bigger vessel, is what holds us, is what sustains us. Uh, it teaches us many things. So on question, if asked, well, what is stewardship in this model? Uh, well, through the years of heartfelt training with the master teachers I've had, I've understood a way that isn't usual. As most consider the practice of reconnection, now I think you get a little bit more grounding for if you've been following me through the podcast. Um, reconnection uh, is usually with, with the old tradition. So consider how tradition worked in a way way of allocating and that this would be how the community comes together. Uh, This could be with a greater group or or in a natural way of work. So the other way is through understanding the way of observing the natural world and the issues that the world reflects to us. So... What is Earth Stewardship in my world? Uh, Earth Stewardship is an ancient way. If we think of stewardship in any other way, we miss the point. This should be in the indigenous way that Earth Stewardship be held. This would be in the indigenous way. By example, we witness how the elders hold the way. And this is sacred to me. This is very special to me. With respect, we hold the simple practice of heart and care quietly. I was offered in ceremony the experience of traditional gathering, honoring the traditional way of earth stewardship. This was my first formal experience. I was in my 30s, early 30s, and I was offered a very, very special and very concise approach it was a feminine gathering with a group of women. And it was uh, in training in women, with women's studies uh, with the Lakota. The experience of it um, is like nothing I could, I, I can't describe in words because it's like being that four-year-old where you're, you're given permission um, in a way to remember who you are and to and to act in a sacred way and to discover what that is. But promoting a way of honoring the land 
and the oceans and the forests and the wind and just knowing how gentle the earth is beneath our feet, being taught how to walk in beauty and to speak with kindness and heart. That is the first connection that I really understood in mind and heart and body and the power given, the honor given with all its energy as, as, as a woman being offered the medicine lodge reflects the cycle of creation and the honoring of that cycle and the gentle holding and also something even perhaps more, more tender it's uh, being taught how to let go with love and trust and have faith that there's something so majestic that's holding us that we can't even conceive beyond it. It's so, so vast. So the following and respecting of this is like respecting the seasons. And this is where it began for me. So with time I was inspired to work in other ways and to learn skills and reconnection as I was, you know, offered um, very special studies in Tai Chi and Qigong and healing practices with grand masters and recognized only much later how all this is very much the same. I mean, when you're taught from somebody who's, who's a refined, very refined, skilled elder who knows how to hold the energetics of the body and can only do that with the absolute respect of the earth, they go together. You can't have one without the other. So the, the beauty of that, so the origins of this work in Tai Chi and Qigong are inclusive of that big picture. And this model, though it's said to be Taoist, for instance, if I'm working within that tradition, uh, also includes many traditions. So working methodically and routinely and gathering, whether it be in a playground or whether it be you know, in a more indigenous way, changes the world. It, it offers us um, knowledge, and it offers a way of honoring a, a shared space. This is community. That's Earth stewardship. So I'm remembering going back. I remember once going back to an old park, I, once where we gathered, hundreds of people gathering, quietly working together, honoring the old way of healing and gathering. And not long ago, I went back to that place, and it's gone. It was removed. Somebody, you know, I guess decided that they were going to change the landscape. And and the simple fact is that, you know, it wasn't just about people. It was about communities. It's about relationship. It's It reflects um, a space of beauty and a space where the land is honored. If we don't neglect what holds us in care, we create a meaningful way of sustaining awareness and the knowledge. So I, 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 that, was a, that was an important piece that I wanted to share. So sharing and holding stewardship with community is perhaps um, the only way. So here I offer a few other thoughts. When we work in gathering, and respect a model that's inclusive and caring. The benefit of the process is reconnection for all of us. So here, if the big we is, is honored, we 
gain health. We gain good grounding. We gain positive relationships. We gain consciousness and healing through the power of Earth. We claim sensitivity of Earth. We claim relationship with space and Earth. This is protection for all of us. So what the good earth offers us is a very is, is a creative power and so generous. Those who feel it naturally fall to a way of care, to a way of protection, and to a way of stewardship. So I'm, I'm bringing it down to that's how my heart opened to this practice. I'm going to talk a little bit about how Though this is how it was offered to me, it's also a way of practice, a way of care, a way of relationship that you can break down into smaller bites. You can, you can, you can see it everywhere if you really know what you're looking for. So how, a question that comes is, you know, does it have to be the big, I'm an earth steward, because when somebody looks at me and says, you're a nurse steward, and I, I didn't know that. And say, so, well, that's not the way I've approached it because it's a way of respect. It's a way of, it's a lifestyle. You know, the way I, I grow my garden is, is the way I look to the land. The way that I buy my food is the way that I look to the land. The way I, I relate to people is the way I look to the land. So why would I break it into any other way? It's just sensitive. It's simple. So how to, how to engage um, that might inspire you. I have a few thoughts to that. So, as you see with the training, I came to see that my way of life wasn't an earth stewardship. And earth stewardship wasn't something I knew about in the common way. It gradually came to me. So, as mentioned, I was initiated through two original models, and the making of the commitment was offered, and that was the opening to another view. So, that was the, actually the birth of Fires of Compassion. So when I actually made a pledge to Earth Stewardship, it was the decision to hold a field of kindness for myself, for my family, my community, and others. And it reflected the original um, initiations that I had received. So maintaining the relationship is like following the seasons and the path is always changing. It's not stable. The work isn't usual and it's often not obvious. It has a lot of subtlety to it. The work may only be apparent when things are actually not in harmony. So that's when people start talking. If things are in harmony, people aren't talking. So the way we relate is really, really important here. The way that I choose to relate is in a positive way. So I, I choose to not bring in the fear factor. I look to how can we look to that on a positive level and reduce the harm, reduce, reduce the violence, reduce the concern. If you do that in mind, and you do that in action, and you live in that way, then your way of relating to environmental concerns shifts a little bit. It doesn't mean that it isn't true. 
that we're in concern for the earth, but our way of relating deeply impacts that. So the way we relate with a positive, if we relate with a positive attitude, we hold the understanding that the earth actually knows. <laughs> so if earth stewardship isn't activism in that sense, in other words, yes, they say, well, you're an activist. I said, no, no, I don't see myself. I'm, I'm a peacekeeper. I'm a peacekeeper, and I'm very quiet about that too. So if I say my world, in my way, earth stewardship is an engagement. It's like being a child in the dirt, and we see the possibilities, and we and the play, we not just the challenges. We don't ignore, but we don't focus only on one thing. Being involved comes for me from a very natural place. And it's creativity. It's a gift from the earth. So as an example, I can speak in usual ways or and, and, un, and unusual ways that earth stewardship expresses care, appreciation. So these may not be commonly considered, and I, I'm doing this because I want to expand uh, the view for people, for those interested on the fact that it's a, it, it's, it's a way of life. So I remember when I first came to the West Coast here on, the, on this island, I was taken by their beautistry. Many, many, many people are. It's not an unusual thing. Uh, the beauty of the tree, the way it weathered the seasons. Uh, uh, I loved its strong, naked quality. I was taken by it. And I was so impressed. I was so in awe. I was so taken. And having an arts background and, and really having that commitment also, I you know, decide I'm going to really enjoy painting this. And I did. I took all that time, all that care, and very gently, I approached offering the community a retrospective of the arbutistry. A lot of people complimented me on it. It wasn't necessary that I needed those compliments, but it was care, and it was kindness, and it was a show of reflection of my heart. Now, is that our stewardship? I would say yes. Now, you may you say, no, I'm an artist. That's what they do. I say yes, but... I'm trying to break down the the myth here that that's stewardship also, the care and the love that we bring to the commitment we hold. So creativity as a gift is from the earth. And the sitting, the observing, the honoring is a way of exchange. So I'm going to take a, 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 a big breath here. This is the way of stewardship as I held it once. And we'll hold it again. But there are many ways that we hold stewardship the appreciation for the beauty through the care of the land and the generosity we give, the spacious and the sharing and doing no harm is the presence of stewardship. So we're going to be taking a little break in a few minutes and I have a lot of material. I, I have so much material that I can bring to this. I'll do my best to pull out the, the, the best pieces for you and after the break, uh, we'll come back and I'll show a few other pieces and expand on other aspects of our stewardship that will be important for those in interested. So I'm reminding you that uh, if you have questions, if you would like to 
um, involve yourself in a discourse or you know, talk about it, you can, and you can go to 5blossomgatherings at gmail.com. You can go to Twitter at uh, Denise Richard, um, LinkedIn, uh, Denise Richard, or Pfizer, uh, Twitter, sorry, Fires of Compassion. So as we get ready for the break, I'm inviting you to consider uh, connecting in and uh, considering that uh, this is a very special place that the teachings of uh, Earth Stewardship uh, come through the dedication to care. So um, see you after the break. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Five Blossom Gatherings is the website and program from Denise Richard. By visiting FiveBlossomGatherings.com, you'll find out more about Denise's professional Tai Chi and Qigong services. Explore her website and view works of art and much more. You can book healing and counseling sessions with Denise. She works with clients who have health interests and concerns. Her programs include knowing your whole body, self-care for your health, and inspiring wholeness. Visit 5BlossomGatherings.com today. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Listening to Five Blossom Radio. Connect with the program today by calling in to 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. Or send an email to Five Blossom Gatherings at gmail.com. Now, back to Five Blossom Radio. Hello, I'm back from my little break here. Uh, we're talking about earth stewardship and the five blossom model. And I just went through a, a little run through of how we relate to it, how we work with it in this model. And I'm going to go now run through a few um, questions that have come forward. And uh, one of the questions is the common view of environmental work is often painful. The issue is usually negative, is what I'm, I'm reading here. And how can those uh, who are interested in this work engage in a way that is personal and safe and nonviolent? So I like the question. I think it's a very valuable question. And whoever asked this question, I think, has, has had some concerns. What I'm going to do is I hope that my message here is agreed upon that the way for each person is personal. I've traveled, and I know that we have an exceptionally beautiful world. Earth Stewardship engages uh, a view of inclusivity, and we share the oceans, we share the wind, we share the beauty that holds us. So the principles are sound, that if I grow a way of caring, where all my actions for the good earth are held in care. If I honor those who lead a way that does not harm, I'm protected by the collective holding of good earth. If I heal 
and I, and I take care and I support the clearing of issues, I'm blessed to be able to serve the earth. And if I honor the work of stewardship, I'm an agent for the health and for the goodness of earth. So these are the principles that I've worked with. When it comes to creating a personal way of relating, uh, the need, or you know, we each have a need to express, uh, and sometimes the opinion or the way of action uh, needs to be monitored. So if it's done uh, in a way that cares for everybody, that's that's done for the well of, and the good of all, then we win. If this is done only for personal gain, then there's no we. And the acquisition of heart isn't held in power when taken on behalf of others. So when it comes to a concern for your, you know, for protection, for welfare, if the need to impose an opinion uh, or act in a way that is strong becomes harmful and creates negative uh, activism, then we learn uh, of an issue and need to uh, either lend heart and protect or we misuse the resource of our voice and we can create pain. So even talking about it is, is delicate. So out of violence, if we, we take, that's often the, the concern. So the indigenous way teaches us that taking more than we need will lead to a violation. And it, it's on all levels. Throwing It throws the world out of balance. So we each have the responsibility to monitor that. The practice of stewardship, of earth stewardship, demands a way like of, of, of observing, pay attention. And the issue of care and how we come to the knowledge that we claim is personal and comes through experience. If we can speak of this and, and understand and really intellectually understand its meaning, then we claim the, the love and the care. So the unseen work of stewardship is, is really the value here. What we usually hear about our stewardship isn't obvious. And I think I pointed that out a little earlier. Yes, we see people rallying. We speak of painful issues that need attention. This is important. Those who are called to action can care. But the unseen work is clearly, well, clearly not obvious. <laughs> this is where those who care usually sit. These are the more subtle and common ways that we connect with care. So the care all comes through our, everything we do. The care for the usual way you spend your day. Care for the way that you care for your public space. Care for the way that you gather and celebrate. And care for the way you love your neighbor. Care for the essence 
Earth stewardship, in essence, is a spiritual practice. It's spiritual in nature. So, if we care for community, we care for our land. If we, if the land is used to hold the people in kindness, the community is held in a good way. So the positive effects are heartfelt. So the common ways of working known through history reflect a diversity of knowledge. So these, these places that I'm going, some of you have perhaps a lot of experience or more experience, and some of you may not. But the point is, is that the, the areas, for instance, the protecting the land from loss or supporting land uh, in health, like, you know, looking for ways to take care of the land, uh, removal of, of, you know, toxic chemicals or movement of, of dangers, the introduction to working with natural resources in new ways, whatever this is that is done is actually an essence. And the ob- without obvious result for a greater way of managing the challenges, we can't find our grounding. So in service is the way that we manage anything that will reflect a relationship that holds the, 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 real, the real thread. The way we think, the way we speak, and the way we open to love and care is where we do no harm. So the courage to face the suffering, yes. It's, it takes a lot of courage. It takes a great deal of kindness to be able to see and face the suffering and to look for a way of speaking that will not endanger us, that will not terrorize us, that will not harm us. That's stewardship too. We have a responsibility to that. The courage to live in right action serves everyone. So how we talk to kids about the concerns is our responsibility. And to live in a community with the change that we have to continually face change as we face the seasons, but we have to continually face the dangers. And that's a very painful place for many because they can't entertain, it's too painful, it's too hard. And reducing the danger by speaking in kindness and speaking in gentleness really does help. So it's stewardship involves a way of reversing the negative effects by choosing actions that are kinder, that are more consciously held, It's not like we want to deny the truth, but if I open to only negativity, I can't find my grounding because the earth isn't negative. She's actually a positive field. She feeds us and our care and holding to that and knowing of that and linking with that on a conscious basis is a tremendous resource for how do we manage the concerns. So it's a way of remembering. That's the way every connection that I speak to. So the way of access for any situation that holds challenges is to make a plea. And maybe that's not agreed upon, but that's my way. That's the way of earth stewardship, a way of commitment. 
It's the ancient way. And here's where the fires, the fire for growth developed. So in the usual way, we commit and learn to the knowledge that will support the pledge. So here I introduce the assembly of earth stewards, which was a really important step for, for me and for those who care. We, we, we learn to claim a way of helping the native lands by helping healing the loss. And we've understood that if the way is put forth, the pain, no, let me say it again, that if the way is to put forth the pain, we then learn to remove the issue by not engaging in violence. So in my usual way, I made a plea to hold the voice for the issue of pain and terror. Now that's a very particular vow. So when we hold a view of respect and see the heartless way of engaging the land, we feel a deep terror for the lack of heart. And my experience of that is what I asked, please help me. Help me walk this earth so that I may look to that concern. So in, with this pledge, to help those who have an understanding and respect for this and how to open and hold the heart for me was the only way. If we do this and know no limits to the way we heal, which is what I talked about a few weeks ago around healing, the earth is free to grow again. So the relationship is huge. The learning of how earth stewardship will support the shift towards the cleaning of issues is natural. We go through the seasons and you witness how somehow, miraculously, by the spring, everything's been cleared away. The earth has digested all the debris. There's no leaves anywhere. They've been, you know, composted. It's, it's clean. She knows what she's doing. And if we trust that, if we walk with her, and we agree to that, then we can find a better way. If we learn to hold this type of caring, we'll make a shift. And the way of stewardship is actually the way of honoring those cycles. So what I was doing was talking gently and intimately about a personal process. And in talking to you about this process, I, can, I came to understand that there's a lot of complexity to working with Earth Stewardship. I don't speak to it publicly. This is my first time that I choose to look at this as a, a public engagement. And my reason for that is because it's such a personal issue. It's uh, in the indigenous way, we learn to sit on the land. And it's a personal commitment to holding that relationship. And we're advised by the way the wind, by the way the elements work around us, by the way whether an eagle shows up or whether an otter shows up or, or whether a bug shows up in our field of awareness, 
We learned how to listen to the way that the land speaks to us. And in that we will know whether the land is well or whether the land is actually saying there's a danger or something needs to be cared for. The actions that we take, or the action that we take towards this may not may, may never be seen. And that's a part of earth stewardship that is very hard to describe because the earth emits a light, a consciousness, a, a, an energy that serves to protect and also serves to support the growth of creativity, a growth of a cycle. And we can't remove ourselves from that cycle. If we're included in a message that says, okay, you're being given information, how we act upon that information is really going to make or break whether or not we're going to help or hinder. And I mentioned that earlier. So many a times I've found myself walking and holding a relationship and knowing that things weren't well. But I don't have the say in it necessarily. I hold the awareness and I hold kindness. And I hold a way of relating that actually promotes an understanding. And sure enough, I can tell you many examples where I will say absolutely nothing about something I know because I've seen it in awareness and I'll watch how it will get rectified. I may not take any action, but somebody else will come and say, I've come to take care of this. How does that happen? I haven't said anything, but I'm holding an awareness and a care. I need to take care of this. And I'll put that out in a plea or in a prayer if you want to call that. Can we take care of this, please? And somehow that gets rectified. That's a spiritual area or the, a way of relating that's beyond our understanding but what happens as my understanding is that if I am respectful of the land and the, ener- the energy field that it holds as I'm looking at this very beautiful tree it's emitting a huge huge light if I'm holding care for that and I hold a plea and a pledge and I do a little prayer and I say, this needs concern. That field is going to hold my plea. It's going to send it out. It's like a transmitter. It can't not do anything else. It will do it naturally because it's held in kindness. So that's the field that I protect and I hold sacred because it's well beyond us. Really, really beautiful. The, the point of that is to say that we know only tiny, tiny little bit about how it all works. We do our best, we care, we commit, and we receive the benefits of that care by the way the land cares for us back. And that's the best we can do. I see on a regular basis, I see people walking their dogs, and this is probably becoming a, uh, the most common thing. Everywhere you see people walking their dogs. I mean, it's not uncommon to walk a dog, but when it's not uncommon that people say, you want to have a dog. And so you watch people, and on a regular basis, I'll be walking the land, and I'll be meeting people walking their dogs. And I see how 
wonderful it is that the dog has the opportunity to just be a dog and how the person walking the dog absolutely relishes in the fact that the dog is being able to be a dog and there's a harmony and the watching the person watch the land and feel the land and and there's a way of relating so this is a very simple example of it may not sound like much to you but for people who really care about the natural world and care about the land that's a very important piece and to be able to have respect for the simple ways that we connect that we respect and the simple ways that we care so in your life you can start seeing ways that you actually do stewardship protecting the wildlife protecting the natural world around us and honoring it with our gifts of care so these are the messages i have for you today and in stewardship we place our heart forward and we make sure that we don't speak of anything that isn't within our grasp so i i i came to you today to speak of stewardship in a way that i have experience and i can say i can claim the good grounding here there are many different experiences that can be had this this course can go way bigger if there are others included in that discourse but i can only bring to you what i know and the care that i bring to this island and to this world so i'm thanking you it's going to be uh we're going to be closing off soon and i'm honoring you and saying if you have any questions if you'd like to comment if you'd like to connect with five blossom radio you can link up with me through five blossom gatherings at gmail.com you can also go to twitter fires of compassy or you can go to linkedin at denise richard this is denise richard thanking you today thanking you my listeners Thank you for joining us this week for Five Blossom Radio with Denise Richard. Please tune into our next program. We're live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we speak again, may you have a harmonious week.